0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. All right, D-Gens, welcome to the Golf Gambling Podcast. Anything uh, important happened today that kind of melted the golf world? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not on Twitter, so I might have just missed everything. Uh, so it's me, Steve Shermer. Uh, just me for right now, but I teased a very special guest uh, coming back to our show tonight. And let me bring him back in here right now. It is the return of Boston Capper. There What's he up, is. How are I am glad you're not dead, sir. Thank <laughs> you very too. much for still breathing.
1: Me too. I'm very happy. My family's happy for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, feels good. Uh, I was fucking terrifying. Uh, took, uh, I guess what a little over a week off at this point. Mm-hmm. And I texted you that I'd come back this week. And I was like, I'll, I'll do the betting show. Uh,
0: it, the timing worked out, it did. And when so, I actually did the DFS show, you're like, you know what? I don't really feel like breaking down the uh, yeah, it's uh, fine. Matt yeah, can take that, like one. that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, thank you to Matt Gannon for filling in uh, when he did, but uh, it is nice to have my co pilot uh, yes. back in the seat here. And uh, yeah, that was a uh, just you know, uh, that was a very scary text you sent me uh, <laughs> on that Friday. Uh, not uh, almost as surprising as uh, the text I got <laughs> from my dad saying that uh, Live Golf has just merged with the PJ Tour, and I thought it was just an April Fool's joke at that point. Right? Like, I, it's on it's I saw Discord. I saw. Well, I saw Discord, some random account I never he- even heard of. Like, listen, I'm not yeah. in tune with all the accounts on Twitter, but I'm like, this sounds like a fake account. But then I saw CNBC right. reporting it. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, this is this is
1: legit. which is wild in and of itself that CNBC is breaking that news, which tells you that somebody was leaking it and because that's not how they would normally want to break that news. Not on fucking CNBC. That was definitely definitely the PIF wanting to.
0: Well, I mean, one. Jay Monahan also has kind of a fetish for going on CNBC. Remember, he went on during mm-hmm. as the pandemic was shutting the world down because he wanted to tout the media rights there. So. I think just Jay loves to go on CNBC and, see NBC and get, give them the exclusive interview. It is it is kind of funny though that they were the only ones who, seemed like they had job, right. and and they had they had everything planned too because they did a pre-taped interview with yep. and we'll get to that that bizarre <laughs> shit show on my TV screen at ten in the morning <laughs> uh, that I never thought I'd see. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess kudos to CNBC, the uh, leaders in golf breaking news. What a, I mean,
1: like Monahan, man, I I know he comes from Bank of America. So he's still like a finance like nerd. And that's what, that's why he loves to go on CNBC. But what's funny is it's like, I don't understand why he's proud of this deal. Like, and some of the comments that, that he's made after, like, I've dealt, I don't know if you've seen it, but like when they blow back. About him basically leveraging the families in nine eleven and being a gigantic piece of shit for leveraging those people and those emotions to shame the people who went to live in them. Now he's perfectly fine. Same with uh, what's his name? Who's the other guy? Uh, who's like the golf mover and shaker? What's his name? Who's the, oh, the chairman uh, now? Jeff? Uh, uh,
0: Jimmy? Something. Jimmy
1: Burke or whatever his name? <laughs> Jimmy Burke. Is? Yes, it's it's Jimmy Burke. Yeah, from good Goodfellas. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, not, like another scumbag. Yeah. Like just scumbags they leverage they leverage these people's emotions huge events uh, that, that obviously tug at the hat strings of people who were involved and, and and then he goes I was dealing with the information that I had at the time oh I'm sorry did 9/11 not have happen now do they not murder a, a writer and look you know me i don't really like i don't care like it is what it is my stance was it's always been about the money this uh, this fucking higher holier than thou bullshit oh it's about the masters and it's about the history and it's about the sanctity of golf no it's not it's about the money like it always yep. is. And, and scumbags like Monaghan will, will, will ruin, will go over people, throw people under the bus, step on people, do whatever they have to get to make sure that they get theirs. And they f- it's just more corporate America fucking greed. And it's the same in sports. And they basically just let Saudi Arabia buy the PGA golf tour. I don't give a fuck who's the CEO. I don't give a shit how many board members have what, I know we're going to get into this and you can break it down numbers wise, but we both know if the PIF is the sole investor and they can refuse capital, the number one shareholder gets the number one bolt period, end of story. And that board will do what they say, or they will figure out a way to get those people
0: out. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with this deal. I think there was a lot of really bad reporting on some of the stuff that was going on. There's a lot that we don't really know about either, uh, that we're going to talk about. So I, we're going to get to Jay Monahan. We are going to get to what this deal is, what this deal isn't, uh, things that it could be going forward, uh, unanswered questions, winners and losers. I think that's going to be our favorite segment of the night. Cause then we just kind of pile on trash <laughs> people for really bad takes or exactly. just, you came out yes. on top. So, um, why don't we take our first break? And then I will start kind of breaking it down to you like you're a golden retriever or a young <laughs> child. Love it. All right. Well, listen, this episode is supported by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is
1: the world's first bet now. Hey, uh, later VisaCAD. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months. What? I hate down double down on your favorite bet you like, or even use it to create an awesome middle or even hedge, which is we don't, we don't support hedging here. Uh, Edge boost isn't some sleazy loan shark named Vinny as they charge you Zero interest. Do you know way you can access more money to place you on your favorite bets without playing it any interest? Edge Boost can be a part of your responsible gambling plan as you set up your daily, weekly, and monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. So support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's com slash edge. You must be 21 or older to use. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: All right. Let's, uh, let me break it down to you like a a young kid to everything yep. that happened. Oh, by the way, you see this water, water. Yes, I was actually going to ask you. Uh, yeah, there's water. probably some lifestyle changes that uh, will be made for on your yeah. end as far as yeah, alcohol no. consumption and uh, heaters yeah. and
1: yeah, no, no, no more heaters. Uh,
0: Thank God. Can I actually? You know, yeah. I'm going to give a stand standing ovation right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, no more heaters.
0: No. Who, who smokes cigarettes nowadays? No one. I
1: know. Only people
0: one. in Virginia. They smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Everybody smokes cigarettes in Virginia, but no. Hey, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I always knew that you, you loved your cigarettes, but when you came up here and we were about to go out on that Friday night and you said, hey, can we stop somewhere for cigarettes before we go out? And I'm like, well, how many of you got left? And you say, 12? And I'm like, is that not enough of the night? It's like, no, it's not enough for the night. So, <laughs> I, let's, I am... It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for you to quit smoking, yeah. but yeah, I and, I've, I've done alright.
1: I've snuck I snuck a few. That's about it. Like just some randos that I had around the house, but yeah. And I haven't had a drink since then either, so that'll ease back in. Um, I thought the giving up drinking was going to be harder than the smoking, but it's really smoking just because it's like so ingrained in my in my routine for like 25 years.
0: Oh yeah, the smoking is definitely going to be worse <laughs> than giving up the drinking for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and then I guess like, I mean, you saw I me. Mean, it's not like I'm in shape. But it's not like fucking obese, right? So I, the dietary chase changes aren't that bad. Just, mm-hmm. you know, cut back on the animal fats and don't be an asshole, basically. So I'm drinking right. trash bags full of gin and, and smoking two packs a day is basically what they told me.
0: There you go. All right. So let's go over this press release uh, that shocked the world. So I, I guess what were you t- was, did I break the news to you this morning about it or how'd you find out? So
1: Pete, I, I don't know if it was you or Pete, it was like back to back. He was, he texted me something like live. Oh, I'll pull it up. And I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. The PGA, 10 Oh three PGA merging with live as reported by with the show. He to. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I was like, and then I think you you actually might have been first. Let's see. We have too many texts. We didn't go all the way back
0: in the morning. Well, well, yeah, so, so my dad broke the it news. It was the same thing. I pulled up first.
1: CNBC immediately.
0: Yes, exactly. So I, I thought my dad sent me a text. I'm like, what? <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> how is he scooping me on this? And then I saw on Discord somebody posted a random account that looked fake, and then CNBC broke all the news there. Yep. So, yeah. I guess uh, I guess it it is. I guess a where were you at moment (laughs) when uh, the golf world decided to just explode.
1: Yeah. So you be yeah. You literally you texted me the same exact time ten oh three as he did. So you guys (laughs) both texted me at the same time.
0: (laughs) I'm guessing that wasn't unique to a lot of people in the golf (laughs) gambling industry that uh, people just immediately start blowing up people's phones like what the hell is going on? Is I I always have CNBC up
1: uh, in the background, but for whatever reason, like my kid was playing. what night last night? I don't feel like fucking switching the inputs and all that shit, so, <laughs> so I just <laughs> left the TV off this morning. Okay, there you
0: go. All right, so let's get this press release. So the major highlights, yeah. and I'll try and dumb it down for everybody as far as exactly what it means. So, yeah. uh, the PG tour, the DB World tour, and the PIF, which is the Public Investment Fu- Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, essentially just this six hundred fifty billion dollar money pit that they just throw money at to buy things like. Premier League teams and invest in F1 and buy professional wrestling organizations, all that stuff. And they're essentially taking all their assets and their, their golf businesses, their rights, uh, all that stuff, and throwing it all into essentially one pot. And they're going to create a new for-profit entity uh, with all the tours, including live PG tour, Euro tour, Asian tour, the Mina tour, Probably a couple other ones, too, that I can't even think of. All under one umbrella. So I heard today that people were trying to call this not a merger. Uh, no, this is a merger. Uh, right. This is a classic horizontal merger yep. where two companies in the same industry uh, that sell essentially the same product, they consolidate their business assets and they form a new company. That is exactly what this is. No, the tour is not splitting up into two parts. Uh, this is a new company that essentially is the parent company of all the other entities down below, which includes the PG tour and live yep. and everything for else yeah, for now, for now. But as of right now, because there's a lot of details still to hammer out, which we'll get to in a little bit. That's how it is right now. Uh, another significant development is that the PIF will make capital investments into a new profit for profit facility with the goal of all leagues to work with P- the PIF to promote and grow team golf going Girl forward. Game, baby. Well, so here's one question. What exactly does that mean for team golf? <laughs> like
1: it doesn't exist eating. now. So if they put, they put what one event on that technically it grows it.
0: Yes. But there's also rumors about what the actual cap investment is going to be with a PIF. So sources speculate that it's $3 billion. And basically it's going to be the difference of what the valuation comes back with the live assets mm-hmm. and $3 billion. And then they'll make up the difference. Now, I'm just going to guess based on my experience as a CPA, uh, I think the valuation of the Lib assets is very tiny. Um, oh, usually yeah. how you value but a they're company. Gonna be able to, but
1: they're going to be able to find some private equity firm who's going to be able to spruce up the numbers, cook the books, and make it look fine.
0: Well, I mean, they're, I think they're both going to have their own valuation teams go through it. And I think a problem for Live is when you do a valuation, you're looking at discounted cash flows. Essentially, yeah. where's your revenue coming from? Right. And they don't have any. Future. Future yeah, of future, future, future yeah, so that would be that would be disputed. So uh, I mean, look I some just, of these look at some of these stocks that are trading
1: at fucking at three hundred percent three hundred percent earning per shares because their earnings aren't there because the revenue is going to be there in the future. That's going to be their argument right.
0: So <laughs> uh, I would expect the PIF to just give this organization a lot of liquidity going forward and not just assets. It will be, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't think the lid part is going to be a big part of that. Now, it is going to be minority equity stake. Now, how big of a minority equity stake it is? 49%.
1: Well,
0: that's the thing. <laughs> Technically, a minority stake is 49.5% or less than 50%. Actually, you can be have a minority stake in a company and not and have be, 50%, just be the biggest gorilla in the room. Correct. It doesn't sound like that's yep. the case here because there is only the PIF, the PJ Tour, and the DP World Tour, which is probably going to contribute peanuts as well. Uh, looking at the PG Tours Form 990, uh, they have 4.5 billion dollars in assets, 3.3 billion dollars in liabilities, so 1.2 billion dollars net worth. But if you take all their expected cash flows and discount that, it's yeah. worth probably more than three billion dollars. So from an equity standpoint, yep. the PG Tours is definitely bringing more into this company. Now, yep. does that mean that they're actually going to have a say in everything that goes on? We'll talk about that. Uh, yep. another, uh, point of this, and this is very important. Uh, all litigation comes to an end and, End. end. Yes. done. Uh, that is in the best interest. Of, I think everybody involved, we'll talk about that a little bit as far as why this whole deal happened. There's a lot of implications mm-hmm. um, with the litigation part of it. Yep. Um, also all leagues, including the DP world tour will offer a quote unquote, fair path back to secure <laughs> with, fines.
1: with fines too.
0: fines, yeah. all that stuff uh, to secure membership in the DP world tour and uh, the PG tour. Uh, I can only imagine it probably like a group of five guys probably just have everybody sit down in a chair in an empty gym and they kind of just interview everybody yeah. and they kind of pick and choose at that point, which also can open up to lawsuits at that yep. point. But maybe they haven't really thought that out. Uh, there's also a there's the board of directors of the new entity oversee and direct all the energy's golf operations, businesses, and investments. And the PIF, as we just mentioned, is the exclusive investor of the new entity. And this is really important, as you pointed out. Uh, they have the first right of refusal of any capital that might be invested in the new entity. So why don't you talk about exactly why that's important? Because
1: if they are the main investor, right? Even if they're only holding, let's just say they hold 35%. Right, let's, hold, let's say 35%. Well, if company XYZ wants to come in and they want to purchase a 15% equity stake, then that's going to diminish their share and control over said entity. So, if they don't want to lose control of the board, of the power, or like you said, being the biggest gorilla in the room with how much weight they can throw around as far as pushing the board around and, you know, basically just lording the money they hold over these people's heads, then they're going to refuse it because they don't need it. First of all, they're never going to need another investor. It's the fucking, (laughs) this thing prints fucking money. What is it? What was it? It's like 2 million a day or something ridiculous. I can't even remember what it is. Mm. I think it's even worse. It's even crazier than that. Yeah. Like how much money these people generate. It's fucking nuts. It's literally, it's, you can't stop the cash flow. Like they will never need another investor. These will be the three investors. They're going to figure out a way to, to push my guess is
0: DP out of the way at some point. I don't know and, about and that. It really you don't think so? No, I think I we will talk about how this thing's going to be organized. I think DP world tour can still have a place as far as its importance in all of this. But uh, I mean, you, I think you just nailed the hat. Uh, it just nailed it right there. Um, I mean, not only does the PIF have infinite amounts of funds that it can just drill a hole in the ground and get a couple more billion dollars out of it. I mean, if they just, if they don't completely screw the push of this thing, which, they might. Uh, this thing is just as an enterprise is going to print cash. Yep. Uh, it's going to be highly profitable. I think if they really structure it very well, this thing can be just a monster, Juggernaut. an Juggernaut. absolute monster for Juggernaut. everybody involved. So, nope. yeah, they're not going to need you know Google or another person to come in no. and give them money because no. they, they are the money. money. It's just, yeah. But that is, that is a very important caveat because ultimately. They really control where the money kind of comes from, and yep. money talks. So, uh, Pi. I think this is actually the funniest subplot of them all. Uh, Pif becomes a premier corporate sponsor of the PJ oh, Tour, yeah, the DP yeah. World Tour events. Yeah. That's funny. It is funny. That is funny. That is going to make those Jim Nance uh, midterm <laughs> interviews with <laughs> some Saudi prince really, really awkwardly Awkward. funny.
1: It's going to be great.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah, I just like thinking about like how much and we'll talk about like the people, yeah. the more high ground, but like how much yeah. they push back against the Saudis trying to buy golf. And we're going to have an event sponsored by the PIF, like the PIF Byron Nelson, probably next year because AT&T is gone and they lost that other uh, sponsorship contract too. you yep. know. So uh, the PGA Tour remains a 5 c 6 entity under this whole umbrella, which is a very common uh, business structure with a for-profit yeah. uh parent company with a nonprofit component very uh somewhere there but Fuck, uh, the nfl the nfl was a 501c3 up until what two or three years ago right uh yeah i think so so but the pif governor yasir al romanian which was on your tv screen today he joins the policy board which essentially has a say in how tournaments are operated
1: <laughs> so there's that influence there. watch those watch watch out for those beer sales
0: Yes, uh, and then the board of directors of the new co. Uh, this is a, a conversation we might get to a little later, as far as like when we talk about Jay Monahan and his role and all this. So, uh, Yasser Al Rahmanian is the chairman of the board, and Monahan though is the CEO of all golf operations at that point. So Monahan gets a giant promotion from commissioner to basically the golf yep. czar in charge of all operations. However, um, Yasser still technically is above him in the food chain. And we'll yeah, talk about the second. chairman. Exactly. Uh, there's also the executive committee, which is Yasser Monahan, the guy named Ed Hurley and Jimmy Dunn. That's the guy uh, who apparently bl- tried to blackball some people, but really he was trying to negotiate a way of how to get his hands in that pot.
1: But it's, it's seriously like it's just the, the, the greed and the, just the absolute just bullshit from Monahan and, and guys like Jimmy Dunn and the fucking, and the clutching of the pearls and the, oh, they would never t- take this money. And the thing that really pisses me off is the leveraging of the 9 11 families and like using them as a fucking prop. I like, now, And then less than a year later, you're fucking, you're literally pissing in their face. Like just s- absolute fucking scum. Yeah, like no. just scumbags, like absolute scumbags. Yeah. Like, Monahan is a piece of shit. I hope he
0: chokes on something and dies tonight. Like, All right. Well, we're going to Monahan. Let's, let's, take another, let's take another, let's, let's take another quick break. <laughs> Let's get to some reactions about why this happened, and then we'll start getting to the good stuff like dishing on Jay Monahan and speculation and hot takes and all that stuff.
1: Let's go. All right. Well, listen, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. And all you degenerates, uh, Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 billion in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and the MLB. With their player prop piles. head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay. Bush, is, Bush is fired up, man. Fucking, he, he is. is. He's, he's not. He's not happy with Monahan either. He's a <laughs> he's a, he's a piece of shit Boston guy too. Like, and he worked for fucking Bank of
0: America. Like, all types of strikes. All types mm-hmm. of strikes against this guy. I mean, why don't we just get to Jay Monahan then? and we'll go to the why this happened after that. Let's just get yeah. right into Monahan. Yeah. I mean, look, like, I don't think there's any way else to paint this. The dude is a snake. With how oh, many? Yeah. People, Duplicitous. How many people he just threw just under the bus with this thing, not consulting the players, doing this with cloak and dagger in the dark, and all really just for his, I'm just going to say it, his personal gain at this point. And look, like, I mean, I think ultimately when this thing comes out the other side, I think this is going to be good for golf. Everything's kind of consolidated. I think they can do really good things for us. But man, like, of all the people in the PGA Tour realm, like, he's. The biggest winner by far. Oh yeah, and he really just kind of put a shiv, I think, to the PG Tour players. And did you this? Did you watch Game of Thrones? I I watched. I've read the books. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I I didn't watch
1: the TV show though. So Monaghan's like Littlefinger of Littlefinger one.
0: Well, I actually, I I think. (laughs) If Littlefinger I, won, I, I I I think Monahan is a dumber version of Little Littlefinger. I think I think he's fallen. Yeah, that's fair. A lot in his life. Oh, of course he has. Yeah, of, of course he has. I I have, I have a different I have a different take on Monaghan with this. I think he just takes the first idea he listens to, and people knows he can whisper in his ear and get him to do whatever they want. I mean, for God's sakes, like the whole structure of the twenty twenty three PG Tour season came from a hotel room in no. Delaware with the players and then two days later all of a sudden oh yeah this is what we're gonna go with like that they threw they were throwing shit the wall they didn't really know what to do and then the players had to actually decide for money at this point so i mean how this probably all played out and i guess i can get to kind of like i can roll us into why this happened look these guys are going to be embroiled in a lawsuit for years over this thing and you know i mean for the pif side they knew that live was not going to work Uh, i think they reported today that uh Know the the team aspect of it, they were not getting corporate sponsors, they couldn't sell the franchise, it just wasn't working on that. And but they can continue to bankroll this thing and just be a thorn inside the PJ and just royal this in lawsuits for years and years and years. So they I think they actually just kind of pulled a Saul Goodman at this point and said, Look, I can just sue the shit out of you and just tie this up in lawsuits, or why don't you just give me what I really want? I just want to see at the table, I want a little piece of pie you're going to get paid off a lot for this deal. It yep. works out beneficially for both of us. Let's just end all these lawsuits right now. You don't want to go through discovery because probably a lot of nasty things are going to come out of discovery for the PG tour. I don't want to go through discovery <laughs> because I got the U S li- antitrust litigation probably going to come out. And there's probably some stuff that we're going to leak to the media and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is a, that's why the PF wanted to do it. And then if you're Jay Monahan, I think you probably just heard that idea and like, eh, okay, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, you seem like a pretty powerful, smart guy. Uh, why don't I just trust what you're doing right now? And uh listen, I'm just a giant pace eater who collects five to ten million bucks a year. <laughs> uh I'll probably make fifty million bucks out of this. I can buy a lot more pace and need a lot more pace out of that. Uh so yeah, I'm just gonna listen to you and you know, I don't really want to talk to Rory McIlroy. let's just get this done. That that's that's I think how this all played out is just yeah, I mean funny thing all, and Monaghan just all, thought was it was like a good like idea four or five, and that was it.
1: Guys. Sounds like those four or five guys. That was it. Monahan, that dude. Um, what the, the Jimmy Dunn? Uh, who sounds like probably six kids I grew up with. Um, and yeah, I mean, what? Probably like a uh, couple other guys from from the from the PIF side. Or one other guy from the PIF side, and somebody from the DP World Tour. I wonder if they... Or maybe they just got called at the end. Hey, guess what? You're bumped in with us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think Keith Pelley had a show. We'll talk about Keith Pelley later, too. I want to talk about that guy. But I mean, like, I I, I just... And and let's let's also go back to like this point too. Like who's actually running the ship with this thing? It's yeah. so there's the chairman versus the CEO. And for people who don't really know, the difference is the CEO is essentially the boss of all hired. day-to-day operations. He is the boss of everything that goes on essentially in the in headquarters. The chairman is the head of the board of directors who essentially guide the company to and, you know, develop some sort of business strategy and mission to maximize the wealth of all the shareholders. And basically, they have an influence to try and tell the CEO of what they should be doing. And then they give the CEO some, you know, progress reports and evaluations. And if they don't feel like the CEO is fulfilling the mission of the board, they can remove them. Vote of so, no confidence. Goodbye. Exactly. So <laughs> while Jay Monahan is technically, I guess, a boss of everyday operations, considering like, 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 and we just kind of talked about this, considering he took what the players said last year at the hotel and just said, yeah, it's a great idea. We'll just do that. Has not seemed like he's had an original idea in all of this. Let this happen by the way. when He could have accepted this deal four years ago without a, I know money. that's, that's a huge cluster at that point. Let the golf world divide itself, had to dip into his own coffers to basically boost, you know, prize pools. Let a bunch of players go over to live. You really think that he's going to be in charge of the ship and be able to tell MBS and the PIF and all those guys what he really wants and actually throw his weight around? No, no, the PIF effectively runs professional golf now, even if on paper the PG Tour has majority rights and voting right. rights, which all that really means is just they have the power to declare dividends and add directors and all that stuff. At the, the end day, of the day, the PIF is is running the ship, and Monaghan is just kind of its little puppet. It's, there's no real other way to spin this at this point.
1: No, there isn't. I mean, that's exactly what it is. So, I mean, they can try to spin it however they want. Like They're already like... Oh, DJ radio, like it was already like I had to turn it off. I listened like ten minutes up and I was like, okay, gotta go. Like already carrying Monahan's water. Like I don't care what other people say. I think Monahan's done a great job since fucking since COVID. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like on what fucking planet is this guy a good CEO? Like unbelievable. And like you said, like the the deal. This deal could have been done four years. You- He didn't want to deal with the public backlash. Oh, well, now guess what? Now you've literally fucking took the backlash, threw a can of gasoline on it, and lit it on fire. Like, I mean, you just made it ten times worse for yourself. Right? Like,
0: I I mean, it's just the whole thing is just a giant cluster. And I mean, I I remember starting talking about this PGL stuff when it first came into existence, mm -hmm. and I'm like, this doesn't sound like too bad of an idea. And then he ended up, you know, making a mess of that and going on TV and. Saying some things that he probably should not have said, that now people are using against him and calling him a hypocrite, like what came out at the uh, players' meeting like today. Meeting Jeff,
1: yeah, the great exactly. yeah,
0: Mark Feinberg. Yeah, it's just.
1: <laughs> I mean, the guy he is a hypocrite. It's—it's yeah. it's insane, and he even said, "Yeah, I am a hypocrite." Like, I—I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make it better. Like, I don't know, man. He—he's just like—I think you—you you said it in a that Great. I mean, he's just like Adele. Like, whatever. He's there. To, he's there to take the fucking bullets. Like. It's an air quote player run organization, but it's really not like he can do what he wants. Like, no. He can do what he wants with it. And yeah, it's it's not really a players run organization. They have no say. No. And choose, like be part of the association or not.
0: Yeah. And there's people who are like, oh, well, he's not going to survive this. And everything. what are you talking about? Like he just <laughs> delivered the PG tour a ton of money Ton of money. Of course yeah. he's going to stay. It doesn't matter how big of a buffoon he is and how much he steps on his dick with some of his, you know, statements yeah, hey, everybody's going to get richer out of this. Yep. He's not going anywhere, so nope. they the, the players can call for leadership change and all this stuff doesn't matter at this point. The the horse is out of the barn; he's staying because he delivered nope. goods to this guy. So nope. I don't exactly. know. So all I'm right, sure. I fucking hate that guy. I know. I mean, I, I it just I, I really did appreciate, and Golf Channel, to their credit, did a good job. They played his comments from oh, last 9-11. year's Canadian Open yeah. a lot today. And they resoundly hammered him, and I, I, you know, kudos to them. I think the PGA actually has a investment stake in Golf Channel, so the fact that they did not pull punches is well, it's a good thing. We'll see. So, all right. Do you have any other comments about Jay Monahan or this deal before we start getting to stuff we don't really know about that they don't really know about either?
1: I guess uh, we didn't talk about Norman. He's the big loser, right?
0: Well, we'll get to win- We'll get to winners and losers. Okay. Right. Uh, all right. All right, right. So, so I guess unanswered questions. So what does this new NED golf structure look like? I guess like, and you kind of alluded to it earlier. Like, where where do all these leagues kind of fit in? So where yeah. do you think kind of everything's going to? Where do you think things are going to shake out here?
1: I mean, I would imagine that live will be gone by next by next season, and everything's just going to be like the PGA. But maybe they'll take. I don't know, I guess the team aspect is not taking the fuck 54 holes or the shotgun stab. I'm not taking any of that shit from live. So maybe I don't know, false wing will be like team type events or DP world, like trying to get these guys like a corn, like a, like an elevated corn fairy tour. Almost. I really don't know. Like, I, I, I don't see how live survives because like you said, listen, when this, this is going to be a new for-profit company and PGA is going to be an offshoot or, or subsidiary, and so is so is Live when they go through and they look to cut and they look at what's what's profitable and not profitable for a business. Live is completely unprofitable, they're gonna cut it and they're gonna they'll fold these guys back into the
0: PGA. Yeah, so, I, I think see? I mean that's all I can yeah. I, I I sent you a structure like I think what <laughs> ideally I would like right. is I would like the PGA tour to essentially be the Premier League of golf with a top-tier league. 70 guys, relegation, promotion. That's your global premier tour. Right. And then below that you make live or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Just the U S P G two or subdivision, essentially yep. where that is a feeder system into the, the premier league, uh, quote unquote, right. With relegation and promotion, they're playing on any of the off weeks that the quote unquote, PG two elevated premier league right. is not playing. And then you also have the DP World Tour, which I think serves as another feeder system for the international markets. And yeah. then they can incorporate the Asian Tour, Challenge Tour, the MENA Tour. Those are those systems to kind of feed up to that. And then we got the Corn Ferry Tour, Latin American Tour, PJ Canada. Those all feed into Old Live. Right. I think that's probably, I think ideally yeah. what I would like to see. But
1: So with your idea of relegation, it can't be the whole fucking season, 70 guys. It's got to be like quarterly or something. Like we can't go through an entire golf season.
0: No, I, th- I I mean, the Premier League does. If you got 20 teams, you're in the Premier League. You earned your right there. You play your matches. And then the, the, the worst three teams go down, no matter what. Top three teams from the bottom league go up. So maybe there's a churn of like 10, 15 20? guys. Okay. That go back and forth at the end of everything. Yeah, I, I, I think if you make it to that top league, you deserve to be there all year. And then just if you don't cut it, you're down. Doesn't matter who it is. I mean, like we just saw uh, Leicester City, who won the Premier League seven, year, eight years ago, they got relegated. So, yeah. you know, maybe like, yeah, Justin Thomas, like situation, and he doesn't cut it. <sighs> he goes back down. Now, I mean, there's definitely things like injuries. How does that play a factor? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of SOL at that point. So it's not perfect, but I I, I think the DP World here to answer your questions. I think it still is an important part. I just think it's, I think everybody just needs to just admit now that it is a feeder system. Yep. That's all is. I mean, it already was because the, it, it, even before this, the top 10 guys who weren't exempt on their point saying is, were we're going to get PG tour cards. It already was a yep. feeder system at that
1: point. That's true.
0: It is. So, um, I mean, I I think live as we know it probably, I maybe they, if they don't figure out how to, what to do with everything else, maybe they just run next year and then they kick the can down the road. But I, I think this team format is probably dead at this yeah. point. Uh, I don't see them getting rolled into the PGA Tour would all of a sudden drive any commercial interest in mm-hmm. it or much. I think yeah. they'll do an evaluation and that's it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and they'll probably just take whatever assets are left from it, which might be just David Faraday at this point. <laughs> so, uh, how about the question of are professional golfers independent contractors anymore after this? Um,
1: yeah, I would still assume they
0: are, right? I don't know. I mean, you had, this Maybe. is essentially just one giant golf corporation at this point.
1: Yeah, but it's a, that's a matter of whether they're going to be technically considered employees or not, right? And that goes into some tax law that I'm not familiar
0: with. So I'm well, that's of, what I don't
1: want to be able to speak intelligently on
0: Well, that. that's what the for profit entities now for is like they can actually kind of make these guys. But they still hire contractors. They can still hire them as contractors. I, yeah, they could hire them as contractors, but like I think they use this for profit entity now to kind of pay these guys guaranteed salaries if they really want to.
1: But yeah, for sure. So
0: that was something they couldn't do with a 506. 506- 506C. Uh, and then, yeah. I mean, they still keep the charity portion with that. But I, I think the for profit entity kind of solves that problem. Yeah. I mean, I think as a trade off to listen, all these guys are going to benefit huge with w- financially for all this stuff. But I think the trade off is listen, like you're probably going to stay on this one event or one t- toolbar, tour for a year. And <laughs> we're going to pay you X amount, but you got to play these events. And if yeah. you don't, you're going to relegate it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think they I think they're losing a lot of their freedom. Yeah. But we'll see, it depends on what the structure is. Uh, I here's a question I had in the Discord. Uh, so does the fake cup playoffs this year matter at
1: all? Uh-huh. Have they a uh, better question, have they ever mattered?
0: Well, because this year <laughs> they were going go, they were going to go to only the top 70, 70 right? but then those guys 70 yeah. up have to go play the fall <laughs> series. But if we're starting to incorporate the live guys back in all this yeah, stuff, like it's true, how is that going to work?
1: Who knows? Well,
0: like, yeah. are we are we just going to have like 180 guys with full exemptions at this point? Like, God,
1: what a night! What a night! We'll have a, tournaments that the last seven fucking days. Seven day tournaments now. Yeah,
0: and it seems I mean, like the PGA Tour. This wouldn't be the first time that they announced something and then just completely gassed it. Like, remember last oh. year, the original idea was they were going to have like a three or four event, team event series in like Japan, oh, yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I Everybody's awesome. kind of like, yeah. eh, I don't know about mm. that. Right. That just went completely away. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of said, screw it and come up with a half-assed plan. let um, get some more match play. How about that? More well, play. that's, how, this is another one. Has the WC match play finally found, found a permanent home at King Abdel- Abdullah Economic City?
1: Yeah, why not? Fuck it
0: i fine. Let's do it. I think it's yeah. a terrible match play course, but you know, what, if you want to, if, if if that's if that's the price my of giving, itch, man. Yeah, if that's the price of three billion dollars to give, uh, basically Saudis the control of the WGC match play brand, so we can actually <laughs> keep it on the schedule. Fine. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Go play. Man,
1: it, I like those. Man. I like the. I like the bracket shows. I like all that shit. my There you go.
0: Show. Yeah, you can have it in, uh, <laughs> in uh, you know, Riyadh, and they can actually have that orb there, and they can actually reveal <laughs> the names in the orb of who's in the bracket. Ah. <laughs> nice. uh, Here's some legal question. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a CPA, but uh, won't this trigger a giant antitrust lawsuit with the DOJ?
1: I'm All gonna this. assume so, because the DOJ was already looking into the PGA for antitrust.
0: Yeah, like, doesn't this make this just a bigger monopoly well, at this point and a yeah. bigger barrier entry? And then a follow-up question: Can't Andy Gardner, or the PGL, just sue the fuck out of these guys? Like literally, he it, cannot, he has no but, so pathway to try and create a league uh, at this point.
1: No, no, but you got to think like, so it's the same, it's the same problem that the uh, PGA ran into going against P- the, the, the PIF. The PIF is going to outlast you with money and they can tie that shit up in courts forever. How much money his homeboy got? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm
0: just saying, like, as far as an answer, anti- I think he's got one hell of an antitrust case at this point. Well, sure. But I thought
1: you, you talking about suing, right? So, like, I was, yeah, I, about, like, I think, I think, he could, su- I, could,
0: I think he could sue these guys and I think he would have a good lawsuit at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess I, I so I don't look, the antitrust shit it to me is so strange because there's so many clear monopolies out there and they still get through like why would this be any different?
0: That's true. Whatever. Listen, I I there are antitrust lawyers out there probably talking about this. I'm just speculating at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um what happens to Tiger and Rory's little uh indoor golf uh venture?
1: I, don't know, I guess it stays on track, right? I mean it's kind of completely separate, right?
0: Does it? Is this really necessary at this point? Like, wasn't the PGA Tour kind of involved in that, and that was supposed to be it's kind true. of supplemental revenues for all these guys? This is t-
1: Tiger. If Tiger wants it, tiger, Tiger's going to keep it. But I thought it was hilarious that, did you see the previews that Colin Morikawa is uh, going against the world's best putters? I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? He's going to get eliminated in the first round. <laughs> that,
0: well, unless it's at uh, a Jack Nicklaus course That's or true. Augusta National or anything Even with the championship increase so
1: yeah well, even then i don't yeah. think so but yeah that's interesting i think if tiger still wants it then yeah they're gonna keep it because they gotta make tiger happy now after he turned down a billion dollars to fucking stay loyal to scumbag monahan
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to some of those losers uh and then the last on question I, I already asked to ask you this but uh the most important one will cam smith get his parking spot back yeah absolutely
1: man i hope i hope he got i hope he fucking pulled in there today beeping the horn, and fucking waving his ass out the window that's
0: <laughs> God, he is a giant winner in all this, and uh, yes, why don't we transition to winners and losers? So, yeah. uh, I'll give out a winner, and uh, I'll have you talk about it. So, I, th- I think the biggest winner of them all, and we've already kind of mentioned this, is the Sa- is Saudi Arabia and the PIF. Yeah. They, yes. They, they got. I think they played just masterful chess. Yes. In all of this. They took Greg Norman as they said, you're going to be our puppet and we want to get into golf and we don't really care. Their whole point of creating live was not really to create a rival league to take down the PGA Tour. They have said all along they've just wanted to partner with the PGA Tour. Greg Norman said it. They said it. And they got exactly what they wanted with essentially I'm stealing this joke because I saw it. The uh, Michael Scott paper company
1: of the was all over Twitter today. Yeah.
0: I on. mean, I thought that was a pretty. Can challenge.
1: I make you like, a huge confession? Yeah. I stopped watching The Office after like the first two seasons. I was like, I'm kidding. "Oh man!" And now it's like past the point. Like it's been so long. I'm like, I'm not going to go. Back all right, all fine. Right.
0: All right. Well, regardless, I mean, they took essentially a failed enterprise and coerced the PJ Monahan, who probably just could have waited them out and let them fail, and then maybe partner with them. That would have been a little better. They essentially said, yeah. "Look, like why don't we just partner together right now, and we'll save face." We'll and they got Norman. exactly what they
1: we'll, wanted. we will throw Norman to the side because Norman was so fucking, so had a hard on for a fucking Monahan and the PGA. Like he was just, he couldn't see himself getting used like that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, then while we talk, well, we, I because I actually have a different take on this. Okay. So I think Greg, Greg Norman's job security is a loser. Well, yeah, he's gone, right? He's he's definitely gone. I mean, he found out that is I mean, happening. Apparently, that's before the, the same CNBC, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think Greg Norman's ego is a winner, and he has a giant ego. <sighs> with That's fair. this is exactly what he wanted to create all along, going all the yeah. way back to the '90s. He tried to create this world tour. The PG Tour ended up stealing his idea to creating the WGCs. Gets us started, and listen, he's out of a job, but he probably made a lot of money out of this, uh, yeah, and sure. he has the satisfaction as a egotistical. Douchebag yeah, yeah. to say, you know what? He's probably look gonna say, "I, I did. did this." I yeah, did look it. what look what I did. Yeah, look I can what see I that. did. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so his ego is a big winner. Yeah, uh, uh, obviously, another big winner. Uh, Jay Monahan's bank account is job security. He's not going anywhere, guys. <sighs> nope, he's not leaving. Um, big winners: the Lib golfers. Yeah, Ouch.
1: Yeah. So uh, so I was so like I don't I don't I didn't pay it like that shit was all up front, wasn't it?
0: So I think it was actually a three year contract
1: okay, so it was spread out. and then
0: they had I think certain terms they had to like like they had to go to different tournaments like and and that's why on. a lot of those guys played the Omada open this year, yeah, yeah, yeah like that stuff, but I mean, look, they got all their money up front, and yeah. I mean, look, like maybe the guys like Hudson Swafford probably aren't coming back to the future, but they still got ten million <laughs> bucks. Yeah, exactly. But your guys like Taylor Gooch and Bryson Kim and Smith. Brooks and Cam Smith and DJ, yep. they all got nine figures. Yep. And they're going to walk right back to the PJ Tour and get yep. more money from that tour than what they started with. that That's, yep. it just, they won. They won that. Yeah,
1: they did. There's, there's no other way around yeah. it.
0: Um, Keith Pelly, probably a worse commissioner than Jay Monahan. Uh, okay. He's a giant winner in all this. Yeah. Stuff. That was, it's- that they were going to be irrelevant. They already were irrelevant. And he is just riding the coattails of everybody and essentially saved his organization because now they still have a place and they get a boatload of cash. They solve all their financial issues. And I think a lot of his mismanagement that he's done over the last three Mm -hmm. or four years is erased. What's that? Now erased is now erased. race. Yes. Like everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I did like what he was doing last
1: year though, as far as like, I guess it was, that was kind of out of necessity as well, but like getting like the Scottish open and like things like that, getting some premier players over there. Finally, like it seemed like he was trending in the right direction, but I guess that was a, a fucking necessity because of live too. and I don't know if he would have done it if it wasn't for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it turned into with the DP world tour, only three or four events mattered. It was yeah. the two events and, uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi, the beginning of the year, the Scottish mm-hmm. Open, maybe the Irish Open, the French Open, the Al- Alfred Dunhill, the BMW, and then the ending. Dunhill's so, like, always cool. Seasons. Yeah, so like six events mattered. Otherwise, though, there were seventeen Kazoo Classics. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. keep them tra- uh, no. straight, and they were going to really bad golf courses and weird locations, and all those top players. they they're just they weren't going over anymore. Uh, no. Listen, giant winner for him. Um, yeah. Politics aside, Donald Trump, big winner.
1: Oh, I know he called that shit. He
0: yeah. Did. Listen, you make 500 proclamations a day, eventually you get one right, but man, <laughs> he fair. nailed that. Man, he nailed it. Yep, right on the head. Yep. I yep. it's pretty much verbatim. So yeah. uh scoreboard Donald Trump on that one. Um yeah. the fans, we win. I think this hopefully is, we'll see. I, I I think this is gonna be a good thing. I think everybody's back. I, so. I think. As long as they don't really screw the pooch with all this stuff. They can still screw the pooch. It's still Jay Monahan. Well, they can. That's true. That's true. But I think fans are winners. I think gamblers are winners. We finally are going to have good odds.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. Or now is there just going to be like fucking more guys under 20 to 1 because the books are like, ah, fuck them. They're going to bet it anyway. I'm a criminal. <laughs> That's a true. Criminal.
0: I, mean, I <laughs> mean, after COVID, we are expecting all the prices from the supermarkets to go down because they, were, and they yeah. just kept it the same. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. They're like, ah, yeah, oh, still the supply yeah. chain. We're like, oh, shit. I see more trucks on the road now than I ever saw. Fuck your supply chain. All right, great. <laughs> so 75 guys under 30 to 1. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. in theory, gamblers should theory. benefit with better outright yeah. odds. Uh, and then the last winner here, um, I think us, the Golf Gaming Podcast. Okay. Uh, I don't think, I can't recall a time where we took a really hard stance either way. I think we called it straight. Yeah. We did not yeah. take the moral high ground with any of this stuff. Uh, oh. We called out the PG tour for what it was. We also called out the live tour for ca- yeah. being kind of a not entertaining product. No, garbage. That no. was not generating revenue. But we never made all these grand sweeping moral statements about any of this stuff, and had that thrown in our face. And I think nope. we, I think we called it correct, sir. So good job. We
1: did, but yeah, because we we knew it was just all about money, like it always is. Like, don't believe whatever people are fucking telling you. They're all full of shit. It's all about the bottom line in business. Period. End of story. I don't care. Just like
0: whatever. I won't get. I won't. I'm just. I'm just gonna stop that. Let's stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's stop. Right. Let's get some losers. <laughs> all right. All right. Now don't spike your blood pressure when talking I about this man. I want uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory's big loser. Big loser. He's all a, right. he's a, he's a so, talk about. I've been doing a lot of talk. Talk about Rory. Why is he a big loser? I mean, I almost
1: fucking feel bad for him. I almost do. Like, I I'd almost do. It. The way Moynihan used that dude as a puppet to basically take the bullets, be the mouth, mouthpiece, stress him out over a year, have him take these stands, have him be the face of everything. I mean, he really fucked his year up. Like, if you really think about it, like, he fucked Rory's year up. I almost wonder if now Rory is just going to go like scorched earth or he's going to be broken. I don't know which way it's going to go. I think it's going to go one or two ways. He's already kind of broken, so we'll see. But yeah, I feel bad for him. He's definitely a loser in this. He's been spouting off forever. But what's funny is a bunch of people on Twitter showed it. Like you see how he started softening on the stance about three weeks ago, and uh, they swear that he didn't know until today. But all of a sudden, he wanted to stop talking about live. And people like, oh, he's probably just done talking about it because he's stressed out about it. But I wonder if he fucking knew because Monahan said this was going uh, or Monahan, um said this was going on for seven weeks.
0: Yeah, but it seemed so, like I bet you. I, I, it seemed like they really wanted to the players out of it, though.
1: I bet you Rory knew. I'm yeah. telling you, like, you go back, he decided to soften his stance, didn't want to talk about Liv, did the practice round with Brooksy. Like, I don't know. I, I, listen, I'm a good conspiracy theory guy. So, uh, listen, if he didn't know, then it's even worse. Like, Christ, I feel even worse for me. He found out this morning. Yeah. I guess he got into it with uh, who's that uh, redneck scumbag, Grayson? Um, Grayson Murray. Grayson Murray. They got into it, I guess, at the, uh, at the meeting today. Oh, no, really? I guess Murray that was happened. like. I guess Murray was bitching about something and Roy was like, fucking play better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. That actually I because I mean, I, I don't want to offend Kevin Na, but Kevin Na also said that Grayson Murray and uh, that's yeah, fuck Kevin Na. Yeah, Kevin Well, well, prick well too. fuck Grayson Murray too. He's yeah, fuck Grayson Murray as well. Yes, he,
1: he, is. This, he was the one to fuck around with underage girls, wasn't he?
0: Uh alleg- <sighs> allegedly. So I shit uh, but I, I mean, look, like I mean just in general, the PG2 are players who turned down a lot of money from the Saudis and... They,
1: you don't think they're going to get... I, I bet you they're going to get comped on the back
0: end. I mean, not I, as much. I think, that, I think much, they will. But but soften the blow a little bit. I mean, they will but not as much. And I mean, look, I, th- these live guys coming back, they're going to have to pay fines. It's probably going to be peanuts compared <sighs> oh to what they God, actually made.
1: God, what is it? And do you think these guys are actually going to stroke a check? Absolutely fine. I don't know. No chance. Ma- maybe no not. Chance. So... it. Just like just like Rory's fine is going to be like the some money removed from his pip of money that he doesn't have yet. Like Mm. fuck off, they're not going to stroke a check. Yeah, but yeah, I think they're going to take care of on the back end. I don't think they'll get obviously as much as they would have got going to live.
0: No, I mean going forward, they're going to make a hell of a lot more money out of all this stuff. But they also look pretty bad in hindsight, just given some of their comments.
1: They don't. I don't think they were. I don't think they look bad. I think Moynihan made them look bad. Because these guys, so here's, here's my other bullshit about corporate America. Anytime a fucking company starts to call you like family and like, we're a family here. Oh, oh, are we a family? No, we're not motherfucker. I'm an employee and you're trying to dissuade me and shame me from taking more money to go somewhere else. Why? Because it's your best interest to keep me here so you can keep making money off of me or my skill set. Like, like they make him look bad. Because they manipulated these guys to think they were doing the right thing. Shaved him in and not taking the bag. And then, just to be the duplicitous snake that he is, and just go to make this fucking deal The fatness off, Like, I, if I had as much money as these guys had, I would absolutely have money and killed. <laughs> I would have him fucking murdered. And I... There was no way they'd be able to tie it to me. I would have this motherfucker killed. I'd be fucking furious.
0: And there would be no stopping me. I mean, given the uh, characters Moynihan is going to have to have meetings with now. That's um, true. You know, lots of holes in the desert. Yeah, there are. <laughs> there are. There's a lot of holes in the uh, in oil well too. <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean, look. Uh, I mean, biggest loser. I mean, Jay Moynihan, PR firm. It pr- took probably a big hit today. Uh, they're probably yeah. all hands on deck. Um, Taking a lot of a uh, lot of barrel fire in that front. Yeah. Um, stealth loser, uh, the USGA. They're trying to do this rollback oh, roll of the back. ball. No, I don't think they're going to make much headway now with this uh, with global golf no. inc. At yeah. this point, uh, I think they're going to say, "You know what? I think we're good with our own ball. You guys can do what you do." Yeah.
1: So have fun. Have fun doing that one tournament here. Yeah. year. Um, yeah. What was what was the what was the company from? Uh, Talk about Globo gym. Yeah, global gym. Like global golf.
0: Yeah. So global. Yeah, golf. That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> that's, that's how everybody's gonna be uh, coming to the T box now. Yeah, um, that's right. Love so actually, actually, I forgot a winner. Uh, the International Presidents Cup team, giant winners. Oh hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah,
1: hell Sam yeah. Sam Smith,
0: Joaquin Neiman, Mito Pereira, all those guys come back now. Uh, can we just run it back again
1: this year? Can we just do it again? Can we do? Can we get a do over?
0: Well, maybe. I mean, last year it's up in Montreal, so maybe we get all Ooh. those guys coming back and let's go. Maybe we could go. I mean, it's, what, six hours from here? We could. I like Montreal. Uh, I have been... I went in, like, middle school, but... I went when
1: I was... Because you could drink when you near 18 up there, and so we drove up from, uh, from Boston ran on, like, two or three
0: random Good. weekends. Yeah, Boston's we used to we used go to there. Niagara Falls and do that, so... Yeah. All right, uh, and then lastly, the biggest losers. I mean, just anyone. We kind of already alluded to it, Anyone took a moral high ground defending PG2 or... just yep.
1: Everybody. That includes Twitter takes, fucking people in golf media, all you morons who took the cheese, took the bait and decided to fight for people who don't give a fuck about you or your family or anybody else's other than their own and to lie in their own pocket. Let this be a lesson to you. Cynics are typically correct. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at the world through Rose colored sunglasses.
0: Yeah. I, I think a lot of people just kind of got a dose of reality in that yeah. if someone just dangles a large pot of cash that you can really change your opinion quick. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. this was all about money at the end of the day and preserving not legacy of golf. Nope. Not history. It was about prever- preserving your business. And as soon as Jay Monahan saw an opportunity to say, "Look, I can get infinite an infinite amount of cash out of this," uh, yeah, he just abandoned all that stuff. So I'm sorry about. I'm sorry about any of that stuff. I mean, I'm i not. We, we, Should be smarter than that. I mean, we we have friends <laughs> who have taken have that taken. That's fine. That's back. fine. But I don't know. I don't know. How-
1: how many of our friends friends have like taken like the moral high ground aspect of it? Maybe one, but I think they got like kind of just ramped themselves up about it. Like I don't view them as a as a holier than thou.
0: Yeah, but Not, you know, but, any,
1: but that anywho, is, that's true. That is true. So,
0: <laughs> all right, I got nothing else. You got any other closing thoughts on this stuff?
1: I oh, want a shit show. I can't wait to see what else comes out this week. Holy crap, dude. The fucking, the, the mics at LECC. Everybody back. I, I can't wait for Phil to be in front of a mic. Want to talk about somebody who was a victory lapping last week? We should have known something was coming. Cause you're not on Twitter. He was fucking in random people's DMs, telling everybody who would listen shit was about to pop off and shit was coming to light. Like, oh yeah. He's been victory lapping,
0: had. Yeah, I mean, is Hideki going to join the High Flyers? You know, he's you know after all this, or Cause th- he's flying
1: the because sp- because he's flying the Spirit. Oh, did you even see that? Yeah, so you saw that. I, did, I, 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 I saw liked. that
0: article. So yes, yes, that's that's pretty sad. Whatever, um, I, yeah. Um. All right. Do you want to do quick Canadian Open picks? Because we're not going to yeah, spend on yeah, hour Yeah. On
1: yeah picks. Because we have an hour. Yeah. I only got I only have three outrights, and they're cowardly. Uh, I took Hatton at fourteen. I took Tommy uh, at twenty, and I think that's just because. I want him to win for Feinberg. He's having such a fucking good, good, good week. So that's one thing you're missing off of fucking Twitter, man. He's been there all day, every day. Got a picture with Tommy. Uh, he was, he did a, a live stream outside. He was one. when you saw that he, he was the one to ask that question about if anybody called, um, Monahan, uh, what the, why am I black? Oh, a hypocrite, a hypocrite, and so like he did a live stream for everybody for that. Like, we we're all listening in spaces, and like he's been doing videos, talking to people. It, it's been Feinberg's been key, and like I was not going to play uh, as low as we think it's going to go. All the caddies think it's going to be like 15 and now 15, 16, like it's not going to be like over 20. Um, and so yeah, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And I took uh Cole because I needed a bomb, and uh, I don't know, he seems to be the guy that I'm wasting money on a lot lately, and he can get hot with the putter. And- if we're going to wedge and putt. Give me cold, like fuck yeah. They cold. I they call, call it a wedge and putt fest.
0: Okay. Um. Yep. So I took my video that I did. Uh, I yep. kind of figured if I want guys who I think can pull driver a lot and a lot of shorter pro shots, uh, Sam Burns is really good at those types of tournaments. Makes a lot of birdies. Pretty good from under one hundred and fifty. That's a natural yep. match. And then you know what? How about Cam Young? He can do a lot of similar things okay. too. Really good from under one hundred and fifty. Even though he's got the bulky putter, he's still top five in birdie rates this year. Uh, really good match yeah, player, eagle, too.
1: Eagle, eagle, too. All of these things you're going to be able to get to in two. Exactly. Probably.
0: I I yeah. think, I mean, like, you look at Detroit Golf Club last summer, I think there's a lot of similarities to that place. This place, um, you can pull driver a lot, short up the golf course, and he got to 21 under. So, uh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, those are my two picks. So, yeah. All right. You got anything
1: else? I, I just got. Uh, I got two. I, I got some top twenties. I'll put on the card. But I just have. A, so you can. Rory missed cut. Uh, he to win the tournament. he's six to one to miss the cut. It's plus five fifty. Maybe the stress and all the bullshit going on. I don't know. I was I was actually wondering if we we're gonna see like a, just a string of fucking like angry withdrawals. <laughs> like fuck this and I'm not playing your game. That would that uh, would be wild. That would be that would be fucking awesome. Like I will. Like, that's the shit I want. Um, and then uh, Connors to miss the cut uh, at three to one. He's been playing like shit. Seems to put a lot of pressure on himself at RBC. Uh, I think he did well last year, though, but I don't care. And then Rory, seventh or worse. Uh, so basically, not to top six, minus 110. That's, like a,
0: that's an interesting. Uh, yeah. There. All right. That's okay. That's so, too. I was like, all right. Not to top six, minus 110. I'll take that. I can see that. I can see that if, uh, I mean, his wedges were pretty bad in Memorial last week. So <sighs> trash. Very trash. Yeah. Trash, trash yeah, Yeah. That uh, that take of yours was reheated uh, yes, was. over the weekend. So, all <laughs> right. I'll, I'll put up my full betting card. I got yep. positionals and stuff like that. Me so, too. but yeah, we've, uh, we've gone long enough. Uh, Capper, it was yep. great to have you back. Welcome back to the show. Yes, sir. Uh, we got yes. a big week next week with the U.S. Open yep. content. Uh, I yep. think I'm going to put out another one of my whole by whole videos on Saturday. Yes. You're, You're definitely doing stay. that, right? Yes, I'm probably doing that. I'll, uh, I'll definitely doing that. Yes, yeah, so I'll. I have to review the uh, tape from the Walker Cup uh, this oh, week. It. All right, and then we'll go through all that stuff on Saturday, and then full clip of shows next week.
1: Yep, let's get back to your regularly scheduled programming. Uh, got the stint in now, so I uh, should be good to go. New capper, you know, a little more healthy. Going to try to drop some lbs too. So. Yeah, appreciate uh, appreciate being alive and you guys listening to uh, me and uh, Steve bullshit about golf. I'm glad to be back, man. But yeah, fucking Canadian Open, wild week, insane day of golf news. Uh, Can't wait to see what's gonna happen tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'll have my card out too, and uh, Steve will have his uh, his 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 FOMO bet out tomorrow night, and I'll have my first. Oh, I'm
0: I'm doing a different video now. What are you doing now? No, it's it's now a uh, I go I basically pretend that I clear my betting card. Oh, that's right, you clear the board and pick somebody new. And I'm like, all right, this is what I would bet if you hadn't bet. And because you had Roy,
1: you had Roy last week, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I agreed two weeks before that. I didn't bet it, Uh, and then I I said I probably would still pick Hoblin, and I probably would be tempted to have Roy in the car, which would have worked out pretty good amen all right yeah on a heater with that let's
1: go so make sure to tune into that and uh listen i dodged the massive hot attack and i'm silly. so i've got to hit a first round leader right that's how these things work right i believe so Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right <laughs> let's break them bugs, motherfuckers we'll talk to you next week